Hello, this is Archbishop William Laurie of Baltimore, and you are listening to Catholic Baltimore on Q1370 WQLL. Catholic Baltimore is a weekly radio program hosted by the Archdiocese of Baltimore, airing each Sunday following the broadcast of the Radio Mass of Baltimore. We are grateful to our Catholic radio partners for sharing with us some of the contents in this program and for the opportunity to bring quality Catholic programming to the Archdiocese of Baltimore every Sunday. This is Chris Gentry of the Catholic Review. Today on Catholic Baltimore, we're talking with John and Gap Meredith about the upcoming 10th Jessica Meredith Jacobson 5K Memorial Run and Fun Walk, which will be held in Towson September 23rd. Also joining us is Carl Schantz, the Grand Knight of the Father O'Neill Knights of Columbus Council in Towson. Welcome to all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, in addition to memorializing the Meredith's daughter, Jessica, an avid runner whose spirit and charitable works continue to inspire the community, this 5K race will support the House of Ruth, Catholic School tu Tuition Assistance at Immaculate Conception, and Father O'Neill Charities. Je Jessica Meredith Jacobson was the daughter of John and Gat. She and her husband had been having marital troubles in 2007 when her husband came to pick up their two young boys. Jeff Jacobson shot and killed Jessica and then took his own life. The race was started a year later as a memorial to Jessica and to support causes that were important to her. So welcome, we're glad to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. First of all, my condolences on the loss of your daughter. I, I cannot even imagine how difficult that must have been for you and that even after 10 years, there must still be some heartache. Um, you told the Catholic Review a year after Jessica's death that you were planning on a quiet commemoration of the, the first anniversary. Instead, the Father O'Neill Council of the Knights of Columbus at Immaculate Conception sponsored the first memorial race in Jessica's name. How did that change come about? Well, they came to us and just asked us if they would be able to, if they wanted to do a race in her memory. And we thought, well, you know, this might just be a nice thing to do because had she lived, she would have done so much good in her life that mm -hmm. she, because her life was cut short, she was not able to, to continue along. And when they, when the Knights came and asked us to do this, we thought this would be a good way to take some horrific event and start moving towards continue moving towards a healing and a um, a way to show that good conquers evil, if you will, yeah. that uh, something bad can happen in a family or in a, in a community, and it can the, there will be good that will come out of that. That that God um, never never gives you more than what you can handle, and when he sends things to you that you don't really like, he gives you a way to um, to deal with them. It's and as, although I tell you we really miss our daughter, there have been so many miracles and so many beautiful things that have come about since her passing that you can see that the hand of God was in each of us that are left. How he had brought us all in our walk through our lives to a point where we could look at this this tragedy and make good come from it mm -hmm. and to be able to forgive where forgiveness was needed and to to be um, to have her two children still with us was a true blessing mm -hmm. and 
one of the miracles that we recognize. Yeah, yeah. It seems that that this is not just a, a race for professional runners. I mean, you've got the, the 5K walk, you've got the the run. Is it important to bring families together to have fun and do good at the same time? That's, that's exactly right. Um, getting back to uh, what you said, uh, I remember when Larry came to me. Larry was a good friend of mine who was in the Knights, and he said we wanted to, to do this race. I wasn't in the Knights at the time. And, uh, and, and I was really touched by the fact that he asked to do that. And to get to your question, yes, this, this race really does seem to involve mostly the Immaculate Conception community and all our personal extended families mm-hmm. are there. Mm-hmm. And we see people there that we just see once a year. We see uh, some old friends of Jessica, mm-hmm. and most especially we see people that worked with her at okay. T. Rowe Price. Mm-hmm. And they'll, they, the T. Rowe Price has been very supportive. They'll send as many as 100 people, I think. In wow, the that's great. Yeah, right. yeah, right. yeah. That's great. Uh, tell us a little bit about the House of Ruth and why their work is so important and related to this. Well, the House of Ruth, as you know, has been around, and it is a a haven for women who are being abused. And uh, Jessica, while she was working at T. Rowe Price, um, must have had something special in her heart for them because she would always go to their annual luncheons that they would have. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, the work that they do with... um, with the women that come there, giving them shelter, taking care of their children while they're looking for work, just all the uh, all the uh, services that they provide, and also they work with the um, abuser. Mm-hmm. They they have certainly not on the same campus, but they have programs uh, in line for that. Um, it's uh, so important that um, our society can come together and say this treatment of women or your spouse is not appropriate behavior. We do not condone it and we do not uh, think there's any good thing about it as far as the macho image that sometimes goes with that. Um, You know, if somebody's going to do someone a harm, they're probably going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. It's, that's just my consensus, uh, my, my thought on that. But it doesn't mean that we as, a, as, we as a, a people don't try every single thing that we can to make that not happen, right. to, to, um, you know, to, to discourage that kind of behavior and to support the people that are being uh, victimized. Well, and Jessica, you know, you told me had um, had obtained a restraining order mm-hmm. and kind of done all of the things Everything. that she should have done in order to make this mm-hmm. work. The, the visits with her sons by her husband were supposed to be supervised, all of those things that were supposed yeah. to happen. And, and I think I see your point that beyond all of those things, some things will sometimes some things that, will happen. Yeah, some things will happen. Yeah. And, and, you know, tragedy can come from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great to hear that, that places like House of Booth mm-hmm. and other organizations are being that, are stepping in to provide those kinds of services there to do that. Carl, from your perspective, why are the Knights involved in this? What's what's so important about that? The Knights' mission um, is basically, it's, uh, it's a special interest, you know, it has a special interest on widows and orphans. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, it, it will serve as an example of what a gentleman is, um, what a Catholic gentleman is, um, and it'll work towards trying to provide for families and, and again, for the uh, the widows and orphans. So 
Um, while I wasn't around um, when when they started this uh, ten years ago, um, I think it's a, a worthwhile thing to keep keep working on because it it shows um, it shows basically that, that we still care about the community, we care about the families, we care about um, uh, people in general, um, and that we should just kind of work work that out. Mm -hmm. As you, you mentioned before, you said you weren't a member of the Knights yet. I, I assume you, it sounds like you've joined since yes, then? Yes, yes, I have, I have been a member for about three years now. Okay, okay. And wh what's that like to be involved in that and to, to know that this organization was, was there for you when you needed them and, and you want to do the same for that's others? That's exactly right. That, and that's really, the, I guess, part of the reason I joined. You know, I thought if I could just give something back to them, those who supported us, you know, this, this extended family, they were part of the extended family mm -hmm. that, that helped, that helped mm -hmm. us at the time. And, and, and now that I'm, I've been in the Knights, I can see some of the things they do. We, we go down to the Franciscan Center and uh, uh, we help with, help with uh, fundraising. We, have, we support seminarians. It's just a num number of things that, that we do. And, and I feel that if this race can contribute just a little bit toward, toward some of their, their charities, that would be a, great, a mm -hmm. great, great thing. And you said you're expecting how many people there at the race? Oh, in the past, we've had about 300. And this is the 10th annual. And we made a conscious effort to try to publicize it a little more this year. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm not going to project any numbers, but if we had four or five hundred, that would be great. That would be great. Right. Good, good. And how about you? From your perspective, what do you what do you think? I mean, how are, how are the knights going to be involved? Um, so so with this event, we um, we host the the parking, we host the uh, the routes, um, we work with the Baltimore County Police Department to uh, set up the the the, the route that the race goes, um, and. From our perspective, we just we just want as many families and uh, people to come out, um, uh, enjoy the memory of uh, Jessica Meredith, even if they don't know him. Um, it's it's just a good thing to come out and, and see the family, hear the story, um, and just kind of grow with the community and, and try to help the, the process of healing um, and, and make something good out of out of the, the tragedy that did happen. Yeah, that sounds important. Well, after the break, we're going to talk some more with John and Gap Meredith and Carl Shans of the Knights of Columbus about the Jessica Meredith Jacobson 5K Memorial Race coming up in September. This is Chris Gunty, and you're listening to Catholic Baltimore. Catholic news from the Archdiocese of Baltimore and around the world from the Catholic Review. After decades of searching, Israeli archaeologists working on the shores of the Sea of Galilee believe they have uncovered the lost Roman city of Julius, home of the apostles Peter, Andrew, and Philip. Mordecai Aviam, head of the Kinneret Institute for Galilean Archaeology at Kinneret Academic College, said in a press statement August 6th that the remains uncovered at Bet Haibek in the Bethsaida Valley Nature Reserve have led them to believe that this was a significant Roman city and not just a simple fishing village. The lost city of Julius was named after the daughter of Roman Emperor Augustus. According to the Roman period Jewish historian Flavius Josephus, Julius was a great city built by the son of Herod the Great on or near the fishing village of Bethsaida. Previous excavations have yielded a complex of buildings from the Byzantine period, said the statement, and Aviam vowed to continue excavation on the site until the city of Julius can be positively identified. A dozen faith communities in Howard County came together at St. Paul Church in Ellicott City July 30th to remember the devastation that ravaged this quaint historic town last summer. Sun-filled skies were quite the juxtaposition from last July, 
when a severe storm dropped six inches of rain in just hours, turning Main Street into a raging river. Building foundations were nearly washed away, and power lines dangling feet above the ground effectively cut off the area. Throughout it all, St. Paul Church became a sanctuary of shelter. Led by faith leaders from 12 churches representing the Catholic, Episcopal, Lutheran, and other Christian faiths, worshipers filled St. Paul Church for the hour-long ecumenical prayer service, which featured a combined choir. From the newsroom of the Catholic Review, this is Christopher Gunty. Do you want to know more about what's going on in the church and the world than you can get from your daily newspaper or local TV? Read the only publication in the Archdiocese of Baltimore that covers the church full-time, The Catholic Review. Pick up the print magazine monthly at your parish or have The Catholic Review delivered to your home every month. You can get fresh news every day online at catholicreview.org. Subscribe to the Catholic Review e-newsletter for twice-a-week updates. Just text CR Media to 84576. Find our app on Apple and Android. And follow the Catholic Review on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Wherever your faith takes you, Catholic Review Media is ready to inspire, teach, inform, and engage. Read it today in print and online at catholicreview.org. That's catholicreview.org. You are listening to Catholic Baltimore on Q1370 WQLL. We're back on Catholic Baltimore and we're talking with John and Gap Meredith and Carl Shands of the Knights of Columbus. Emeritus and the KFC Council at Immaculate Conception Parish are teaming up for the 10th time to sponsor the Jessica, Jessica Meredith Jacobson 5K Memorial Race that will be held September 23rd. We talked before the break about the House of Ruth. What other charities are going to benefit from the race? Well, besides the House of Ruth and, of course, the, the charities that the Knights are involved with, uh, the uh, tuition assistance uh, for the elementary school at Immaculate Conception Parish will, will benefit. Mm -hmm. uh, it's divided three ways between those three charities. Mm -hmm. the, the, uh, both of Jessica's uh, boys, well, only one at the time, Christopher, her oldest boy, was a second grader at Immaculate Conception Parish mm -hmm. uh, School. And we've been members of the parish for many years, and uh, they were members of the parish as well and, and sent their children. Sent, uh, Matthew was four, was not going to Immaculate at the time because mm -hmm. he wasn't old enough. Yeah. But he, he, he just this year finished eighth grade there and will be wow. going along. So that's the connection with the school. And she was very active. Jessica was very active with, uh, with the school as well. She did a lot of things uh, during the school. She helped with Grandparent Day and stuff like that. She mm -hmm. was um, very, I think the boys' Catholic education was a very important uh, thing for her. And why is it then important? Is it really important then to make sure that other students have that opportunity? Exactly. So that you are able to do that. Exactly. And usually, and it, it's a, it is a, um, a need-based um, mm -hmm. assistance right. and um, the parish and the school were so s helpful and so supportive to us during the and continue to be a, a big support mm -hmm. for us um, over, all, over years. all these years and we just uh, feel very much like we we're, we're all a big family and we all suffered 
from that incident 10 years ago. It changed. It was a game changer for everyone. Mm -hmm. Everyone. And the school and the, and the parish community were both there affected, for you. And they were affected by it because mm -hmm. of it. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, they had a sadness that they experienced a sadness and a loss as well, mm -hmm. as did all our family. Right. From the uh, the Knights, uh, the Father O'Neill Charities, what, what uh, causes does that help support? Um, so Father O'Neill Charities, we over the years, we've donated to uh, various different um, charities, basically based on uh, if they have a family, uh, um, friendship, fraternalism, or faith-based uh, idea behind um, basically in keeping with the Knights of Columbus. Um, but mostly what our money goes to is the apostleship of the sea, okay. um, the uh, Coats for Kids program that the Knights sponsors. Um, there's a state council charity fund that we also donate to. There's the um, scholarship fund um, that we also donate to for the Knights of Columbus. Uh, there's the Franciscan Center that we donate to. Um, there's Luthville Fire Department that we donate mm -hmm. money to, and we also donate money to the Maryland Special Olympics. Wow, that's a that's, nice. that's quite a lot of uh, yeah. charitable support. <laughs> well, we know that the Knights do that. I mean, mm -hmm. it, every year we get a report from the the national and international council of the the Knights, and they talk about the millions and millions of volunteer hours that Knights put in, and the and the millions of dollars that are contributed to charitable causes. So it makes a lot of sense. And of course, with Archbishop Laurie being the supreme chaplain of the Knights. Uh, he he gets to be part of that coke giveaway every year, which is he loves that that event where he's able to to you know give brand new coats to to some children who are in in very much in need, and it's always exciting to see the look on his face, but also yeah. the look on their face when they get those. It's really something tangible that comes out of the Knights Charities, I think, uh, as well as all of the other things that you talked about supporting. Um, what do the runners and walkers get as part of their participation? What what's the other than other than the camaraderie and the, and the being and, and getting up early on a Saturday morning to go for a run, that's mainly it. But there there are awards, uh, cash awards for the first uh, finishers in in, in each um, category, each age age mm -hmm. category, as well as everyone gets a T-shirt, yeah, and uh, and there's there's a good a good food spread. Our, our uh, good friends from the parish uh, have always provided uh, food for us, uh, and uh, and. And um, Gad and I participate in the award ceremony. We're the ones who put the medals on the oh, first, second, <laughs> first, second, and third place winners. And then there's a really a nice, healthy competition in the school. The class that uh, at the Mackey Conception that has the highest enrollment, uh, highest uh, participation in the race, gets a pizza party. Oh, that's so, nice. So we uh, and Gad and I get to host that each year too. So uh, oh, nice. um, generally, uh, there's like a, a fourth grade class or an eighth grade class, and there'll be, be two of them. So, uh, so that so, so we always have a nice picture there of all the students that are running, and then uh, uh, we, so we participate in that ceremony ourselves. Mm -hmm. And again, you said you expect several hundred. To yeah, yeah participate I'd say between year. three and five hundred would, would be a good would be a good uh, amount. And uh, I know in the past, I think we've profited about fifteen thousand that we each year that we've divided up about three ways between mm -hmm. the three charities, and uh, and and it's also just a. A publicity thing. If we can, mm -hmm. if we can publicize our uh, our our appeal against domestic violence, mm -hmm. uh, and if, if it just falls on one ear, that that, right. that, would, yeah. that would save save someone from that tragedy. Right. If it can save one woman because she now knows that That's House right. of Ruth is available, exactly. and, right. or other places like that are available, exactly right. uh, then that might do it. Or if it encourages a, a man who might. 
be in that abusive, uh, you know, uh, kind of mindset mm -hmm. to say, I need to think about this and I need to get some help. Either way, that can be a big help, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, in any event, about awards, uh, the cash awards are uh, 25 50 and $100 are given to the top three male and female finishers. Okay, so, great. So, it, and it, you don't really see, every now and then you see someone in there for the money, but uh, I think it's just a, an extra, extra little thing if you can win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would certainly never be in it for the money. I'd probably do. I'd do the walk, if not I the could run. Finish it, that would yeah, be good. I'd do the walk, not the run. That was definitely uh, a few years ago when I, I, my daughter and I did the uh, breast cancer three day, uh, sixty miles in three days of walk. And when I first started training for it, I, I could walk maybe a mile at a time, and then it was two or three miles, and then it was eight miles a day, and then it was thirteen miles a day, and until I finally was able to do that. So I'm not a runner, but I can walk. I, I can walk five k. Yeah, definitely. Well, how do people sign up for this? How do they? How do you get involved in this? And how do you? Are, are you looking for volunteers to support it, or just uh, just people to, to run and walk? Well, right now we're looking for participants in it. I think the Knights of Commerce are handling, handling the volunteers pretty well. Yeah. But um, as far as signing up, the easiest way is to go to active.com and you can do it online. And uh, we, we are uh, getting a lot of flyers around and you could, mm -hmm. um, if you wanted to do it by paper, you can print out, uh, you can go to the uh, Knights of Columbus website and, and get a paper registration mm -hmm. too. Uh, that, that um, uh, let's see, the, the best way is this www.active.com. And then Carl, did you? And then uh, the Knights website is also uh, 4011 knightsorg Okay. Um, that's uh, Knights with a K. Okay. <laughs> and 4011 K-N-I-G-H-T-S. That's our council number. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, and then you can register through there. You can register through yeah. there. That's great. What, what are the things that people have told you about their participation in this race over the years? What do they feel like when they've, when they've done this, when they've been part of it? And do you have people coming back year after year after year? We, we really do have a lot of people that we keep in touch with, her friends, her people from work that, that come year after year. Um, this, you know, just everyone um, And do they, do they talk to you about it? Do they talk they, to you about their experience? They do, and they're, they're just really happy to, to see us, to see the children, to see how the children are growing, mm -hmm. to um, just to sort of keep tabs on how we're doing. Mm -hmm. And I think they feel like it's something that it brings them a little closer to Jessica. That's it, great. It's a way for them to remember her and to honor her uh, and to just remember her. Mm -hmm. And that's really, when you lose somebody at such an early age, it becomes very important that people remember the person yeah. that's died. Yeah, and that's and really yeah. makes a big difference to not only remember her but also to do some good with that. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, that, that, yeah, it is. It's it's just an overwhelming feel, feeling of support. It, it it happens so fast. It's sometimes that's I don't get a chance to talk to everybody. Yeah. But um, but we do we do have a, a, a chance to to see uh, see her old friends and to see uh, people they have we haven't seen from for an entire year and it. it Feel that uh, you know their support and as well as you know, our, our parish's support and our, our, our extra family, they're like a second family. Really helping you out. Right. Well, thanks so much for being here today. We've been talking with John and Gap Meredith about the memorial race for their daughter Jessica, and with Carl Chance of the 
Father O'Neill Knights of Columbus Council. The race will be held September 23rd in Towson. If you want to sign up, go to active.com and search for Jessica Meredith Jacobson, and you'll be able to find the race there. You've been listening to Catholic Baltimore, and this is Chris Gunty. Tuesday, August 15th is the Feast of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. To mark this special day in the life of the Catholic Church, which also serves as the feast day of the Baltimore Basilica's patroness, Archbishop William E. Laurie will celebrate the 12.10 p.m. Mass at the Basilica in downtown Baltimore. All are welcome at the Mass as Catholics throughout the world remember the death of the Mother of Jesus and her Assumption into Heaven. For more information, visit archbalt.org. That's archbalt.org. Life can be hard, and at times we feel overwhelmed and alone. When faced with problems, know that there is a group of Catholics who are part of the prayer ministry of the Archdiocese of Baltimore, waiting to lift you and your needs to God in prayer. This ministry is comprised of men and women, young and old, religious and lay, from every ethnic and cultural background. They pray as individuals and in groups, in homes and meeting spaces throughout Baltimore. Like you, they are people who have suffered the same hurts, fears, pains, sickness, loss, and everyday burdens. Learn more about this ministry by visiting our website at www.archbalt.org. If you are in need of prayer, send your prayer request to prayers at archbalt.org or by phone to 410-547-5517. Would you like to volunteer to be a part of the ministry? Prayer ministers are always needed. Please call or email our coordinator who would be happy to speak with you. Baltimore native George Weigel, best-selling author and the preeminent biographer of St. John Paul II, will speak about his new book, Lessons in Hope, My Unexpected Life with St. John Paul II, at the Baltimore Basilica on September 21st at 7 p.m. In his new book, Weigel takes readers behind the scenes as history is made in the Vatican and beyond, and ponders the lessons he learned from a saint about the nobility of the human spirit. For more information, call 410-547-5523 or visit americasfirstcathedral.org. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Catholic Baltimore. As we prepare for the week ahead, let us do so in prayer together as one community of faith. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us also ask the blessing and intercession of our Blessed Mother as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. May God bless us and keep us always in his love.